Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. This morning, we are here in Coffee and Conversations. Good morning. Oh, hey, Larry, go on on an airplane. Go on, go on to get them saved. Just take your headphones off. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, welcome. See y'all coming in. This is actually chai tea. I was out of coffee. I got to go get coffee today. I'm like, this is good, but this isn't the same. <laughs> good morning. Welcome. Oh, thank you, y'all. I appreciate you. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How doing this morning? Well, good morning. Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are YouTube Live, Instagram Live, and Facebook Live this morning. So do me a favor, go and share the video live right now. Hello, Paula from Alexandria, Virginia. We welcome you. Oh, welcome, welcome this morning. So good to see all of you this morning. Just grateful for God and what God is doing through this ministry um, and everything that's happening right now. Don't forget, we have podcasts now available. If you want to go back and listen, anchor.fm, just being LMJ, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and, and several other places. So you can either share it. I'll go back and um, share it with someone else. Listen to it later. Uh, we're so grateful to be on this morning. We're already starting a study in Ephesians. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm excited about this study, and you should too. We just went through a whole week of talking about spiritual authority, and now we're going to learn about who we are in our righteousness, who we are as the church, right? The church is not about the building. The church is about who we are and learn about um, just where we're going in this thing. We get so consumed and overwhelmed with worry and so many things. And that is not how God wanted us to live or wants us to live. So this morning, you can learn your righteousness, right? How you're right standing so that you don't be as weary as you've been doing. We know the scripture says, do not get weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not. And so I titled today's devotional, everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. I promise you it is. I promise you I'm not just saying that. I promise you that God is the master of your fate. And he did not set you up for this thing to fail or for this thing to not work out. This is not how he is. As a matter of fact, he set you up for a win. Some of you are growing in grace. Some of you are growing in patience. Some of you are growing in love. Some of you are growing in gentleness. Some of you are growing in self-control right? Those are the fruits of the spirit that we should see manifesting in our life when we're connected to the Holy Spirit. So you are growing in these things and growing means a gradual process. 
Growing means a gradual process. And so I need you to be a little bit more patient with yourself. I need you to be a little bit more loving and kind to yourself because you are in a growth process. You're in growth process. And so we're abandoning all that we thought, all the religious ideology, all of this other stuff. We're just, we're abandoning that. There's a scripture that I read um, almost every day. It's 2 Corinthians 6 and 8. And 6 and 16, it says, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation so that we understand we are Christ's ambassadors. ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. And so there's three things you need to know. One, God saved you by grace. It's not on you. It's not on you. Like it's not on you that man, me too, <laughs> me too. I'm going to send you some scriptures I read um, over myself about self-control. I'll inbox them to you. I'm growing in self-control as well. So here's three things. God saved you by grace. Um, you can't take credit for the redemption. Um, and there is only one body in the scripture. And so we get all into these different religious sects, S-C-C-T-S. And as we get into those different religious sects, we um, sometimes get confused by what God is showing us. And so we're going into Ephesians today and we're going to read so that we can be restored to kingdom and be built up in our most holy faith. Don't you want to be filled up? Aren't you tired of living life just regular and just normal and just where we are? So we get ready to get built up in our most holy faith. Let's pray and get started for today. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father God, for just your apostleship, your apostolic nature, Father God, to teach us to go out, Lord God, to build churches in the people, Lord God, to teach them the redemptive power of Christ Jesus. We thank you for your most holy faith, Father God, that can only be absorbed in us through Christ, through God as the head of our lives. We, Father God, thank you this morning. We will be overwhelmed with your truth. <laughs> overwhelmed with your truth, seeking nothing less, rightfully dividing the word of God. I thank you, Father God. The ears are open. The scales are off of their eyes, Lord God. Lord God, and they're receptive to the Holy Spirit doing the greater work in them, Father God. We thank you for Paul, him writing to the church of Ephesus, Lord God, for what this is going to do in our lives. Lord God, reveal to us who we are in this word, hmm. reveal to us who we are in this word. We thank you for the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to rightfully divide the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Receiving this. Now, I keep telling y'all, you got to receive 
what the word says by faith. What the word says by faith, you got to receive this by faith. You got to understand how the Holy Spirit is here to help you. He is not here to hinder you. He is here, not here to confuse you. He is here to help you. And so you have to understand that by faith. John 14, 26 says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you into remembrance of all what is said. Here's how I know it's so important for you to come in contact and understand and a relationship with the Holy Spirit, because these things that you need to receive, conceive and understand who you are. The only way that you're going to get this is through the Holy Spirit. You cannot do this by yourself. I was talking to a friend of mine last night and she was really struggling with some things and she was in her prayer closet and she was going in and I called her and I said, what's up with you? And she was like, I just feel like I failed in a particular area. And I said to her, you didn't fail. These are growth moments. These are learning opportunities. And what has happened is, is that you're leaving the Holy Spirit out of this equation. And so a lot of things you don't understand according to your righteousness and your right standing, and you're trying to do it in your own strength and, and not according to your holy faith. And a lot of us have been living life like that way. A lot of us have been living life. A lot of us have been living um, thinking that God is looking to punish you. You better ask yourself, who taught you God wasn't kind? That's what we're going to learn in Ephesians. Who taught you God wasn't kind? Who taught you God wasn't loving? Who taught you that God wasn't trying to restore you? Who taught you that God was against you? As a matter of fact, the scripture says, if God be for you, who can be against you? So you got to rechange your thinking. That's why I'm praying over your mind so that you can receive your most holy faith, that the scale be off your eyes, that your ears are those ears that are like, that the mind of Christ be in you so that you can operate in this thing according to his greater glory. So we're learning this. Everything is already, Ephesians is going to confirm for us that everything is already working according to the plan. That's why I said to you this morning, everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Like I promise you, everything is going to be all right. It may not look like it, may not look like it's working out, may look like it's consuming right now, but I'm telling you that everything is going to, there, you, after we finish studying and going through this, you're going to have a reassured faith that even when it looks like calamity is on its hand, everything is going to work out. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit is going to teach you this. You're going to sit here with me, but the Holy Spirit is going to start doing some things in you and your faith is going to be encouraged and you're going to put this on the blood and you're going to understand God's grace and you're going to be like, you know what? This is according to my most holy faith. This is on me. This is on me. You can't, like you can't, like I think we try to gain, we try to work so hard at, at this thing and you cannot work so hard at this thing that you operate outside of faith. This thing has to has to be received by faith. And so your identity in Christ has to become received by faith. That's why so many of us operate in less than because we don't know how to receive this thing by faith. 
So John 16 and seven says, but very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. This was Jesus talking. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I will go, then I will send him. Acts two, when we get over into Acts two and we see Pentecost, that was Jesus sending the Holy Ghost because he knew that they needed the Holy Ghost. Luke 4 and 1, soon you will be filled with the same power. That's for, listen to this. Soon you will be filled with the same power so you can do greater works than Jesus. That's why the Holy Spirit has to be in partnership with this thing. That's why you got to come into a relationship. I promise you it's not spooky. I promise you it's not scary. Now I am going to be honest with you. The word is going to work some things out of you and it's going to show you some things that you don't want to see about yourself. I was studying on Saturday and a scripture came up and I just began to meditate on this scripture. Man, I was having to repent a little bit later. There was something I promised God and I just didn't walk it out in faith. And, and there's and in Ecclesiastics, it, it actually tells us don't make swear. It's Ecclesiastics 5. Don't swear. Don't make oaths that you know you don't plan to keep. And I was like, <gasps> and I had to get on my face before God and say, I am sorry. I swore this thing to you. And I did not live this thing out according to your purpose. But had I not been tapped into the Holy Spirit, I would have missed that. I would have missed that had I not been tapped into the Holy Spirit. So that's why I just keep saying to you, I promise you everything is going to be all right. The Holy Spirit is going to make sure that everything is all right. Luke 11, 9 through 13, it says, God will give the Holy Spirit to those that are asked. It says, what good thing does it do for God to withhold the Holy Spirit from those of us that ask? What good thing? What good thing? Like what, what benefit is it for God to withhold anything um, from you? What, what benefit is it? And a lot of times we think God is punishing us or keeping things from us because he wants to withhold something from us. And it's not. What we're going to learn in Ephesians is that he's growing us in grace. He's growing us in patience. He's growing us in love. He's growing us in goodness. He's growing us in self-control so that we can be the ambassadors that we need to be here on Christ. You have a sphere of influence. I'm telling you, you do. You don't know who you are yet. You think you do. You don't know all the way of who you are yet. You have a spirit of influence in you, in the marketplace, in ministry, amongst your family and your friends. And what the enemy has been trying to do, thank you for that, Holy Ghost, is snatch from you your spirit of influence. See, he didn't want you to find out who you were. He didn't want you to understand that you were the righteousness of God. He didn't want you to know that you didn't have to earn this. He wanted you to keep struggling, trying to work at this, trying to make this happen in your own strength, because he knew that if you did, you would tire yourself out and you would give up on your faith. He didn't want you to have revelation knowledge. He didn't want you to connect to coffee and conversations. That's why some of you guys in the morning time, you, you fight to come, but you know you need to be here. He didn't want you to connect because he didn't want you to find out the truth of who you were. But the God that we serve can break, break through any barrier. He can break through any barrier. He can break through any and absolutely thing to anything to come after you. So he, he's showing us, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. If I'm not a good father, if I don't give you a teacher, I'm not a good father. If I don't give you a teacher, that's why Jesus said, I got to go. So the one that's good, see the Holy Spirit has to connect to you so that your power, you can get your power, your power, influence and influence comes from 
the Holy Spirit. The wisdom you need, the knowledge you need, the understanding you need, that comes from the Holy Spirit. He's going to give you this morning. I needed a strategy for coffee and conversations and I was laying in the bed and I woke up. And as soon as I woke up, the Lord gave me the wisdom for that thing. I started typing it in my phone. I got up, I ran and got to my phone. I started typing it in my phone. I was like, Lord, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. I could have only gotten that tapped into the Holy Spirit. Like I had, I could only get that tapped into the Holy Spirit. He has strategies for you. He has strategies for you, the cheer coach, how to minister to your kids, how to develop them to grow for your son to be the most excellent track star ever. He has strategies for you for absolutely everything. But if you don't know who you are in the word, you don't understand your spiritual authority and power, you'll operate in less than what you're supposed to be. And so Ephesians is getting ready to teach us. Ephesians is getting ready to give the strategies. Ephesians is going to show you this ain't in your own strength. You receive this once you accepted Christ in your life. And then I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit is going to come in and everything that you don't have, he's going to show you. He's going to bring you into remembrance. Remember, we're spiritual beings here on this earth. And so when we left when we, when we connected to this earth, when we were born into this earth, when our spirit came into our body, right? And we connected to this earth. Sometimes this earth puts us, ooh, thank you for the revelation. This earth puts us in places where we don't remember who we are. And the assault on us is so early. The assault on you is so early. The assault on your purpose came so early so that you would be so consumed and caught up in things of this world that you will forget who you are. I told you it says First Corinthians. We're gonna go to twelve, um, twelve and thirty-one. The the chapter twelve chapter of Corinthians. I'm qualifying this thing in the Word before we start in Ephesians. First Corinthians twelve twelve through thirty-one starts teaching us who we are. It says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up for one body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some of us are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body while one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Meaning we all were born into this world with different gifts and different talents so that God could get the glory out of our life and we could elevate kingdom here on earth. See, that's what the enemy did not want you to know. He did not want you to know that you were born for a greater purpose. He did not want you to know. And a lot of times when we think about purpose and all this other stuff, we think it just tied into ministry. There's ministry in every area every walk of life, even for a Christian to represent in areas that we don't think. And we, we remove ourselves from this and we don't walk into this. My hairstylist, y'all was talking about my hair. My hairstylist got a gift in her hands, right? And she's got a gift in her hands, a gift to keep my hair healthy, a gift to grow my hair. Same thing for my MUA, my makeup, my makeup artist. Man, she's the same way. She's got a gift in her hand to dress me up when I need to be dressed up. Same thing when I get styled. Same thing for my son who's an artist. Same thing for those gifts and those talents in you. See, we've been trying to make it so super spooky and spiritual 
that the, the enemy has tried to teach us we're not significant in the kingdom. And the only people that we think are significant in the kingdom are preachers. And no, we got to have judges. We got to have doctors. We got to have lawyers. We got to have all these gifts operating together in one body so we can see the kingdom advance. If Christians would understand this and we could get in place, we would see the kingdom advance on earth. More people would be disciple and more people would be would be in the body and the reason why is because they would encounter more of us in the places that we're, we're, we're supposed to be and we begin to influence the people and invite by called to be a judge called to be a lawyer come on y'all called in artistry so that his light is shining in every place that we're supposed to be and so ephesians is getting ready to bring this to to a theme and we're going to flip between scriptures as we're studying ephesians but you're going to learn that every spiritual blessing i'm talking about every spiritual blessing everything that you're supposed to see everything that you're supposed to have comes through the grace of accepting christ in your life god is not withholding anything from you he may be developing you he may be developing you so some of you won't be like the prodigal son and go squander your riches some of y'all ain't ready for millions because he knows if he drop it in your hand, you're going to be like, you got a check. And all we're going to see is you bouncing, uh, making it rain <laughs> and moving on. One time I gave Judas some money and I just gave him a stack of money. And we were sitting there. I'm not kidding in church. And he was like, I'm about to go make it rain on an apostle. And I said, bet you I won't give you no more money. <laughs> bet you I won't give you no money. You're not even ready for this. He's like, I'm about to make it rain on an apostle. And I was like, bet you I won't give you no more. <laughs> bet you I won't give you this much cash again. It was so funny. But I'm just saying, and so some of the things, it's not God withholding stuff from you. It's just him waiting until you're prepared and ready for what you need to so you don't mishandle your fortunes. The prodigal son got what was due to him. He just got it way before he was supposed to get it. And because he got it way before he was supposed to get it, <laughs> way before he was supposed to get it, he wasted it. He wasted it like he wasted it. So I'm telling you, that's, that's what we're going to learn here. So we're walking into Ephesians this week. We're going to let the Holy Spirit get be our guide. We know that God is not withholding any good thing from us. We're going to be challenged in our faith to believe and receive the word of God by faith. If you're being challenged, we get ready to stop and pray. If you're being challenged to receive this, ask the Holy Spirit to qualify it. When I'm telling you I'm qualifying something, it means I've already looked at the scriptures to qualify who the Holy Spirit is. Holy Spirit is our advocator. Holy Spirit is our teacher. Holy Spirit is who we need to know to be able to receive Ephesians teaching us to be the body of Christ so we can be effective in this world. I'm going to tell you something. There's something, something or someone waiting on you. And if the enemy can have you distracted, he'll get you in a place where you won't connect to the place that you need to connect to and become everything that you're supposed to get. God is not, whoever taught you God wasn't kind and that God was looking to punish you. I'm telling you, you better go back to Luke and read to you. Luke 11, 9 through 13, God is not withholding anything from you. 
He's a good, good father. And he's looking to increase you and bless you in every way. We've all made some mistakes, right? But that's why we got to understand the grace. You got to find the grace. You got to understand your righteousness. You got to understand that those things are in you are for him to get the glory, right? Ephesians first one and three. I'm going to read this to you before we close out. It says all praise to God, the father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. For even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance, I'm trying not to cry, to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. Man, that's signs of a good, good father. That's signs of a good, good father. That's signs of a Lord that loves you so much. And if God loves you that much, can I tell you something? He's the God that knows all. He loved you this much, even when he already knew the stuff you was gonna do wrong. Like you, when I got the revelation that all things work together, I knew God knew the stuff I was going to do dumb ahead of time, but he loved me anyway. So he sent Jesus as the mediator because he knew I was going to do dumb stuff. He knew I was going to do some dumb stuff. He knew I could not walk this out on my own. Adam and Eve had already approved that we couldn't be left here by ourselves. Adam and Eve had already approved. Don't leave him alone. <laughs> Don't leave him alone. We're going to send Jesus as the mediator and then we're going to get him holy, the Holy Spirit. We need to get him the Holy Spirit because, man, they can't, they're going to mess, they're going to mess up the church. They're going to mess up the money. The Israelites had already approved it. I mean, proved it. That's why God, they were supposed to be the redemptive people. They were supposed to be the redemptive people. They had already proved they complained, they murmured. I need to send them some help. I need to give them Jesus. And then I'm going to, after Jesus leaves, I'm going to send them the Holy Spirit because they need some help or they're going to mess this up. They're they going to mess this up. They're going to mess this up. They, they can't do this. They can't walk this out. They can't be on assignment. They can't be ambassadors without somebody helping them. They got to have somebody to coach them through this because if they don't have somebody to coach them through this, they're going to have, they're going to jack this up. He knew that. He knew that. That's why the enemy doesn't want you to have the revelation knowledge that you need so that you can walk into the fullness of what you're supposed to. That's why he got you distracted. That's why he has you so overwhelmed and consumed by stuff, by worry, by doubt, by lack of money, poverty, um, disease. Those are all from him to distract you so you won't receive what you need to receive by faith. That, that's all that is. So you can be consumed. He told you that. And it's in this word. But most of us aren't reading the word. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, we won't raise up the standard. We won't raise up the standard. Why? Because we don't have enough word in us because we're not letting the Holy Spirit bring remembrance. Daphne, I, man, I mess up often too. And I just remember God's redemptive power. And I say, okay, Lakeisha, get your butt back up. Adjust man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. Receive the grace. 
repent, and then ask the Holy Spirit, show me how to help. I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to walk this way. Show me how to overcome the things in my flesh. And then I read Galatians 5 to myself every day. Because here's the thing. When you take the word like medicine, it starts working. When you take the word like medicine, it starts working. I promise you, you may not see it working at first, right? When you have a headache and you pop a couple of pills, you don't see it at working at first, but I promise you, it's going to work eventually. It's going to work eventually. You just got to receive it by faith. Well, that's it for today. Let's pray. Let's pray. I want to pray with you before we get out of here. I want to confess over you. Um, I'm going to put some confessions. Don't forget something so you can you can be strengthened in your most holy faith. Don't forget your daily confessions over yourself. Don't forget your I am's over yourself. Don't forget to pray. Y'all need to make sure also that you're voting. Go vote. Go vote, go vote, vote, vote. You gotta vote. Uh, um, oh, Thursday, masterclass with Emily McKnight. We're gonna teach you how to love again. The courage to love again. If you, you've you been struggling with love after a breakup, Thursday night, I've, I got the stuff already on my Facebook page. If you register and even if you can't attend, then after the video shuts down, you can get the video sent to you. So don't think, oh, I can't attend. I don't wanna register. Go register, go fill the class up. We're gonna talk to you about the courage to love again. The enemy doesn't want you to love. The enemy does not want you to love. And so we're gonna teach you how to love again. That's the masterclass. Go look at that on my page. I sent an email out, I'm gonna send an email again. Um, if you haven't, if you're not following me on Facebook, it's LakeishaMJohnson.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the website, anchor.fm, just being LMJ, and all of that good, good stuff that we have going on. Father, I thank you for the people today. I thank you for your honest word. I thank you for your sincere word. I thank you for qualifying it in us through the Holy Spirit. I thank you for guidance, for wisdom, for knowledge, and for understanding. Father God, I pray today that the people begin to hunger and thirst for righteousness like never before, that they hunger and thirst for your peace, for your glory, that they're open and receptive, Lord God, to receiving the more for you, of you, Lord God, that they be anxious for nothing, that everything be done in prayer and supplication, making their requests known, Father God. Father, we know we get weary, but you've already said don't get weary in well-doing. So, Lord God, I ask that you strengthen them in their loins, Lord God, that they be girded with your truth, Lord God, that they understand what this salvation means, Lord God, and that the power of the Holy Ghost come on them like never before. There is nothing that you can't handle. There is nothing you can't do, Lord God. And you've already predestined us, predestined us from the beginning of the earth and declared that everything is all right. Everything is all right. Everything is working out according to your most holy faith. So, Lord God, I ask that they experience the peace of all understanding, that peace that passes all understanding, peace in their finances, peace in their homes, peace in their minds, peace in their ministries, peace on their jobs, Lord God, peace in their relationships, peace in their children, Lord God, peace to everything, Father God, that they need to take hold of. Bless them, Lord God, to teach and teach them how to tap in their most holy faith, Lord God. Father, for those of them that are not filled with it and, and walking in the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit fill them now, Lord God. Let it be evidence in tongues, in miracles, signs, and wonders. 
And I declare a financial harvest over them today, Lord God. I declare a financial breakthrough over them today, Lord God. Our Father God, I thank you that the bonds and the chains of poverty are being broken off their mind. The poverty mindset are being broken off their mind and that there is a financial breakthrough and harvest coming to them now, Lord God. You know what they stand in need of. You know what they need to receive from you. You know they have a great work to accomplish, Lord God, and they cannot accomplish this work without you. Let favor be with them today. Let your glory be with them today and let them experience financial harvest and breakthrough, Lord God. You said you would make us the head and not the tail, lenders and not borrowers. You said giving it should be given unto us, pressed down, shaken together, gather, runneth over, shall men give unto our bosom. We thank you for the open season of the financial harvest and breakthrough in their life. According to my, our most holy faith, we receive this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe, I'm declaring that. I'm believing. Some of y'all need some fun. I know you need some financial breakthroughs. I know what I need to see. God is not going to withhold that thing from you, especially for those of you who know you have a great work to accomplish. It does not behoove God for you to lack anything. That, that's what you got to understand in completeness in your faith. It does not behoove God for you to lack anything. You're not supposed to be in lack you're not supposed to be in lack. You need to have your part for the kingdom. Some of us may have greater. Some of us may have less. But we are all supposed to have our part for the kingdom so we're able to pour it in so that the kingdom can advance. Ministry can do what it needs to do. Businesses can do what it needs to do. Everything has to be in place so that we can kingdom advance. And I'm just believing for financial breakthroughs and that you're able to receive jobs, debts paid off, Everything, everything that's supposed to come to you, that the open heaven be above you today. Yeah, favor, favor, favor produces supernatural increase. Favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to your advantage. When man says no, favor says yes. Man says no, favor says yes. So I'm just believing that the power of the Holy Ghost is working in your life and that you will see financial breakthroughs like never, ever. I felt it in my spirit when I was praying in tongues. That's what I heard the Lord say. Financial breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs. Hey, don't forget to share your testimonies with us. Don't forget to contact us. If you need prayer, we love to pray for you, but email it to us so that our prayer team can do. Also, when you inbox the ministry, we have a team of people that answer. So you're not just getting LMJ, you're getting absolutely everybody else. And that's fine, but I don't want you to think you're personally connecting to me. I have a different personal page. Well, I love y'all so much. We are out of time. I love you more than you can imagine. Go back, chew on this, digest, ask the Holy Spirit, show me this for my life today. Show me how to apply this to my life today. Show me how to receive this to our life today. I thank you to all our ministry partners, to those of you that continue to partner with us. We thank you and may the blessing of the Lord be upon you. And you'll see the time that you sow when you're here with us today. I thank you for your seed and your time you sow, your time you sow, you sowing time into yourself, into kingdom today. Thank you for that. And thank you for every video share. Now, you know what I'm going to say. I love y'all. I love you so much. I need you to do me a favor. 
Go be loved today. Go let someone else experience the love of God through you. So Christ is waiting on you to show up in someone else's life. We'll be sitting over there praying, talking about, Lord, bless them. And the Lord is like, I need you to go bless them. <laughs> I need you to be the one to hug them. I need you the one to be the one to love them. And if you'll do that for me, then you're demonstrating kingdom here on the earth. See you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.